Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. But I'm kind of glad that I could get out of the house and come to do the show tonight. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, well, and obviously we will have some, some good stuff to talk about uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. start yeah um so just to give you kind of like a brief overview um news wise kind of flexible right now we haven't really like discovered anything like local high school sports wise except or actually yeah we haven't discovered anything local high school sports wives um but obviously there is a lot in the professional world um especially the nfl right now um so we may get to that a little bit later if we have some time which we more than likely will um, we also have uh, some bowling stats, end of the season bowling stats, at least for the Louisville um, area-based teams. Um, and then we're going to get into a little bit more basketball this week. The LIT tournament um, ended last week, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're going to recap mostly just the semis and the finals. Um, and then I think what we're going to hint or tease right now and then dive into a little bit later um, is that um, controversial shot, um, bro? Like, you don't give me. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, basically, just to but keep, we'll get into okay, it. Okay. You Save that for the on? end of our news. Okay. Segment. Fine. Fine. So, getting into just some like Twitter news. This is where I found out. Find out all my little hot tips. Um, so today was the KHSAA Board of Control meeting. So some uh, this so one thing that came out with it, it uh, come, came out of it is the basketball realignment is coming soon um, with three new schools and is mostly going to be in the sixth and seventh regions based on schools moving and the last Du Bois and Grace James and their last alignment was in two thousand seven. So the new alignment will be taking place next season, but won't be implemented until the 2025-26 season. And yeah, so this also um, could be could affect basketball, volleyball, baseball, and softball if the realignment was to happen, because most of those sports follow the same re- alignment. Um, something else that came out of it was KHASA says it's going to start finding schools that do not report scores and stats. Which, honestly, I agree with. I'm sorry. From, like, a person who's been doing this, I kind of want the stats. I think a lot of athletes miss out mm-hmm. when their, you know, their stats aren't reported. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's not acceptable. Like, like if you want to play collegiately, mm-hmm. but you don't have, like, enough stats, you know, to, like, you know, like, brag about yourself. Oh, Yeah. I mean, that hurts you. And for the Board of Control, not every high school, like, um, athletic director or, like, anything is, like, included in this meeting. They said that they're not going to discuss the alignment until February. 
but mm-hmm. David Zuber, who is the athletic director at Manual, says that he wants all Louisville schools to have a chance to be involved in the discussions of realignment because the sixth and seventh regions would mostly affect Louisville schools. Mm-hmm. Um, they Cause, were because uh, I mean, face it, I mean, like when you're thinking of any KHSAA tournament, you're gonna have a Louisville team yeah. in there. I mean, at least a couple. It, I mean, one or two at least. But, I mean, yeah, Zuber does have a point there. And the last thing is there were two Mercy Rule changes. Soccer mm-hmm. will go from 10 goals to 8 goals for Mercy Rule, which I think is different. Like, 8 goals and two, 10 goals is two different things. That's two goals. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think that will It doesn't really, seem like a lot, but, but it, it really is. is yeah. Mm-hmm. And then football is going to go from 36 points to 35 points, which is oh. an odd number. I didn't know there was a Mercy Rule in football. Yeah. Oh. I mean, is I don't it know. really going to change anything? No, but like it's just one point. But I mean, you never know how much difference one point can make. So, so I think maybe, it went maybe. to thirty-five points because if you get five touchdowns, you're at thirty-five. In a mercy rule, you have to get still get one more point. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. So I get why that was changed. It was like you got to have you're on your last touchdown. You got to go for a two-point conversion to get a mercy rule. Like what? <laughs> yeah, that is true um there is coaching changes within the trinity soccer program so jordan oh god huglin yeah um who was a graduate in 2011 is going to be the head coach of trinity soccer for the 2024 season and the bane oh my god i literally can't see the bane sudu is gonna be the associate head coach which his primary responsibility will include goalkeepers both are i think both are somewhat have been in the trinity soccer program before but the head coach is a graduate from there and who also i mean if they're making that transition that quickly then you you know trinity athletic department has that trust between both of those Mm -hmm. coaches so i mean i would assume so and we'll get into this later but if you do not know if you did weren't on twitter saturday night or not saturday night friday night so trinity and saint x played each other in the LIC semifinal. Trinity was up by one point with like, what would you say? I feel like it was like 15, 16 seconds. Yeah, it, yeah. it was less and than that even. So they come out on it. So I think Sanex was on a break, fast break all the way down. First person went for a layup. Missed. Person caught it. Then scored. Get this. Mm. He did not score for at least like half a second. Like he's there was at least half a second between the time the buzzer went off and when the thing went out of his hand. There are clear as day pictures and videos. Pictures, guys, pictures of the ball in his hand when the buzzer went off. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. We'll, yeah. we'll you know, get into it with Jason Franks because obviously he was there covering that game and. Um, he was not happy. No. <laughs> and people on Twitter did not make him happy. He, <laughs> we'll get into it later, but, I mean, it was a whole thing. It really was. All of the memes that I saw so being funny. posted was so funny. Because all the Trinity guys were so mad. And even some of the Sinex guys were like, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, they didn't. That wasn't in the basket. Like, you can't deny it. You can't. Yeah. And then, like... The 
the professional photo came out and everyone got even more mad and i was like this is hilarious we'll get into it later because obviously we have very strong opinions all of us about um the situation mm-hmm. uh but just getting into a little more like kind of news new stuff um, media poll is, is out again this week. Sacred Heart remains the number one team with a record of 11 But they six. went to Virginia mm-hmm. and came off two losses. But honestly, I don't count that because they didn't play anybody on this list. Yeah. So I understand yeah. why they are still number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, their record says otherwise, but again, that was because they They're traveled out of state. They're still up like 15 points on George Rogers Clark. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know how good the teams that they played in Virginia were? Are they, like, top, top teams? I mean, I would kind of assume so, because, I mean, Sh- Sacred Heart is a top team themselves. Mm-hmm. With um, uh, it, They are their a top team here. Players. But even when they went to Arizona over winter break, they oh, still yeah. struggled. They mm-hmm. barely won a game. So I think there's definitely well, a... That, well, that just proves just how good they are here, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then again, because they're playing these teams here and they're winning so much, it's it's like when they go to states. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. So two number two is George Rogers Clark with a record of eighteen and one. Cooper at three, sixteen and they're sixteen and three. Pikeville is at number four, twelve and one. Followed by Anderson County at five with a record of fifteen and one. And then we have Owensboro Catholic with a record of twelve and three. With McCracken County with a record of fourteen and three at number seven, Boyd County with a record of fourteen and four at number eight, Notre Dame with a record of fourteen and three at number nine, Franklin Simpson with a record of sixteen and one at number ten, Covington Holy Cross at number eleven with a record of twelve and five, Ryle at number twelve with ten with a record of ten and seven, North Laurel, Laurel uh, with a record of eleven three at thirteen followed by Pulaski County at 14 with a record of 14 and 5, and then finally Meade County's at 15 with a record of 11 and 5. There is mm-hmm. not a lot of Louisville schools in there. No. And just just Sacred Heart. Yeah. But I mean... That's what I notice about basketball, though. Mm-hmm. There's, what, like, one what, or two UofL te- I mean, Louisville teams. Well, we really there. expect, like, Louisville teams to be up there in that list, though, because, I mean... I feel like we discussed this last time. We exactly. Did. And it's, it's very, very different than football. Yeah. Even then, football schools are not here. Yeah, true. Some of them are. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's iffy. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you can go ahead and do a media poll, boys, Ava. Okay. So, rank number one is Great Crossing, and the record is 17-1. and one. Number two is Lyon County, mm-hmm. with a record of 18-1. and one. Then Lexington Catholic is third, 18-1. and one. Trinity is number four, with a record of 15-4, and four, and... Like, they controversially just lost in the LIT semifinals, which we will discuss. And then number five is Covington Catholic, 13 and 4. Six is Newport, 16 and 3. St. X is 15 and 2, and they recently won the LIT tournament, um, which is controversial. We'll talk about that. Harlan County is 8 with a record of 18 and 2. Bowling Green is 9 with a record of 16 and 4. Manual is number 10 with a record of um, 14 and 2, and they lost to Butler in the LIT tournament. It's their second loss. Number 11 is George Rogers Clark with a record of 17 and 1. Number 12 is Evangel Christian with a record of 13 and 4. 
Number 13 is Brian Station with a record of 15 and 1. And then for, tied for 14 is North Oldham with the record of 15 and 2. And Woodford County with a record of 13 and 3. Can I just say something? Go ahead. What? I go to Manual, right? I go there. We all do. I. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie when I say that some of our sports teams are bad. Like, this is yeah, how it is. Like, I mean, they're decent. Yeah. But why is everybody hating on our basketball team? Why are we oh. ten? I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think we're better than ten. Yeah. I mean, we we with the loss of Butler, we ended our 13 game win streak. But like that game but, went to the end. Yeah. And it yeah. was very controversial to begin Two. with because of the refs. Yeah. And that's controversial in itself because of the whole thing with Trinity and Saint X. Which so, we'll get into later. <laughs> therefore, I don't think it's their fault. No. I, no. I literally think it... I, I love you. I love refs. Officials are great. We have, like, a scarcity of them. It's because of you that we get to play. Thank you. Yes. yes. But sometimes, like, what are you doing? Some refs need to relearn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I should say this. So my mom's elementary school, they have their basketball league. It's, oh my <laughs> it's the most hilarious thing. Go Chargers, by the way. Um, and so they had their boys basketball on Friday night and they had a girls one too. But in the boys game, they got a technical because some kid. <laughs> How do you get a technical listen, listen, in listen, elementary basketball? Listen, they just they just did. Okay. Because some kid on my mom, on Chinema's team said, that ref needs glasses. <laughs> Bro, are you kidding me? I'm not <laughs> kidding you. You got a technical. Oh my god! Which see, this you is know, what happens. Could, could be it's argued. not our fault. Could be defended. Our, sometimes the parents ruin it. Don't yeah. blame that on us. Parents get kick a them little, out. Get a little too feisty. Get kick them out of this wherever you're playing. You don't chill. need to give us a tech. Like, just chill. Yeah. Chill. Like people need to take a breath and I, walk out. I will tell you this: some of the some of the lacrosse moms oh, oh. just make you want to. Oh, Morgan, them. are you thinking about the one that I am? But then again, no, every parent for any sport is I like I will that. say, at Rachel Baker Field, at Manual, we have people who are banned, parents who are banned from our field because See, of how they've acted. embarrassing. Why would you do that? Yeah. It's your child playing a, but a high school But I'd rather have them banned love. and not come back and get them kicked out than them cause more problems. No, yeah. yeah. But also, like, yeah, why? I mean, it's for the best that they do it, but I mean... Get a life. Get a job. Get yeah. a hobby. What What are you doing? That, yeah, it's that person did not have gonna, a job. Are you going to waste, you know, I'm serious. saying bad things and screaming and ke- obviously getting kicked out because, like, you, yeah. what, you want your child to win? You're okay. too competitive? Regardless, I think Emmanuel is really good this year, more so <laughs> than I th- You have to watch This is them. one of their better seasons, oh, definitely. For, they are way yeah. better than they were last year. Y'all come out to the male manual game this year? February 4th, 16th. 16th. It's going to be lit. Just Wait. saying. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah. I think we're right. Are okay. we going to have to check now? I no. think that's right. No, that's right. You're yeah. right. Okay. Okay. Before we get into bowling, can we discuss what happened on Friday? Guys, I saw Mookie Betts with my own two eyes. And Michael oh, Harris yeah. Jr. Okay. from the Braves. <laughs> so- I saw them. Go ahead, and I'll get into my So, side. there was a... We get to bowling, right? We're at Executive Strike and Spare. We're in the back room for the match um, between male and manual for it's our senior, senior night. night. Yeah, There is a rumor going around, you know Mookie Betts is like over there well, actually bowling? What? No. Mookie Betts no, exactly. is not here. You didn't believe it, and I didn't believe it at first, but no, like... when who I was going to believe no, that but, Mookie Betts No, but the, the early sign was when we walked in, there yeah. was... Because we walked in We walked in together. Because I had to get shoes. There was a table, and I was like... 
what yeah and then they asked us what are you guys yeah. doing and we started walking and this lady like stands up practically stands up out of her chair and it's like where are you going like stop and i was like ma'am we just have a match back in the social bowl and he goes she goes okay well why don't you talk to the desk guy and get this figured out and he goes yeah yeah they're cool so we keep walking and we don't think anything of it and exactly. then we go back there and, and then everybody we, we see a tv camera though yeah so we're like Oh, mm, okay. Something must be going on. And there on. were good okay. prizes. There were expensive prizes. And I said something about it. I was like, those are some expensive prizes for a tournament. <laughs> and oh. so we just keep walking. And then we get over there. And then there's just this rumor going around between all of us Mookie Betts is over there. Well, I huh? first heard it. The boys coach was yeah. telling another boy, like, oh, yeah, we were in the back. We were in the bathroom. We were in the bathroom. We're overhearing this. And I'm overhearing, hey, and uh, <laughs> Sasha, um, Sasha Hunt. Um, Mookie Betts is in the other room or bowling, and he's no like, one no, is he's believing. Like, he's like, no way. And then I'm like, I honestly no. think that he's not lying. I think Mookie Betts is here. And <laughs> me and Katie look at each other. We're just like, what, Mookie Betts? But yeah, he was there. And then we found out that it was real because we like looked it up on Wave Three, and it was there. And we're like, yeah. huh? there was a whole like and apparently twenty minute his video. Family lives here and everything. There was I'm a like, whole like twenty minute video of the I think it was the Wave guy interviewing his mom. Yeah. Oh. I, am, I was like, oh. Okay. I am now one person away from literally every single MLB player. Oh really? Wow. Guys, I'm one person away from Ronald Acuna Jr. Ooh. <laughs> we did ask for a picture, but due to a private event. They didn't want to do it. It's, mm, I think it, it wrapped up, but it was at Executive this past weekend. And it was a three-day tournament. We were yeah. there for only the first day. I wanted to go back, but, but we I didn't But I mean, like, once it was confirmed true, I mean, the buzz and the energy just intensified. It was... No, yeah. I, I didn't even... I, I felt like I was in the moment, I almost though I cried. didn't even get to see <laughs> Mookie Betts. But I mean... I mean, it's Mookie Betts. I mean, what what's not to like? I don't know. Runner-up MVP. <laughs> I mean, there you go. But no, it was it was just kind of a funny little moment because like we all literally nobody believed it. No and one then did. I told your dad because you're like, tell my dad. Cause He'll like, go and investigate. And he went and he went into the room and he goes, comes back. He's like, yep, okay. And <laughs> that's when you finally. I think that's when you finally kind of like, oh, like okay, yeah. this is true. But I didn't believe it. No, nobody. I just had it. to go on a spiel about that. My f- three no, that, minutes. No, that that was a good little spiel good to bring up. Memory, a little right tangent. There. That's Ava, so cool. Been there. <laughs> like, I know. Okay, I didn't even see I him don't. or anything, but like... Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge baseball person, so I had to look up who you were talking about. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We're, it's we, okay. We all have our <laughs> little gaps of knowledge within the So do you want to go through this bowling just to get it over with? And then after uh, this, we'll go into break? Or yeah, do you, sure. I mean... Or do you want to go and break first? Yeah, so. we'll just go to break because, I mean, okay. this is going to take okay. a little bit of time. I got some Okay, so we'll head to our first break just a minute early, and then we'll come back. We're going to get into our bowling stats and then get right into some basketball. See you then. Welcome back to the high school hour. Now, here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie. Welcome back into the high school hour. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you all hope you all enjoyed that first little segment because we certainly did, especially me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get um, right into it for bowling. Um, last week, we kind of, like, just explained, like, you know, like, some of the top teams in the area, you know, how, like, a bowling match at least would work. Um, this week, so bowling is pretty much done regular season wise post or postseason regionals are coming up in about a week 
and then state will be in um, early to mid-February, so that'll be coming up soon. So keep that on your radar in case you need. You have a Saturday that you don't have anything to do. Go check that out. I th- believe they're going to be at Kingpin, state championships at least. I want to say regionals are at Tenpin. Um, but anyway, so I'll go ahead and get into – so this past Saturday was like the final like conclusion tournament um, for the bowling tur- for the bowling season. Um, so obviously we're going to have some awards – for um, the Louisville regions um, and those teams. So I'll go ahead and get straight into those real quick. So Region 3 girls-wise, so the Region 3 all-region first team for girls um, included Phoenix Newkirk from PRP, Kaylee Blaine from PRP, Jordan Sprague from PRP, Ryan Dallum from PRP, um, Haley Beat from Mercy, um, and Sarah Vangriff from Butler 2, and she was the bowler of the year, if my memory serves correct. Um, then the Region 3 All-Region second team included Savannah Merrifield from J-Town, uh, Shayla Backelman from J-Town, Jordan McCloskey from North Bullet, Peggy Ann Lynch also from North Bullet, Caitlin Nelson from PRP, Bailey Woosley from Butler, uh, Vattery Heal from Butler. And then the girls most improved was um, Savannah Merrifield from J-Town. And that basically just means you improved, uh, you improved your um, average pin. Down, I, was I, say, I was like, how, how are you supposed to know who's most improved? Well, it, it depends on the how amount of pins. Award? It depends, like, the, the the pins that you knock down. So I want to say it's like, uh, I should ask. I should have asked Liv this today, because she got our most improved for Region 4, um, which, yeah. Um, but No, because, like, uh, they vote on this. They vote on this, like, a week or two ago. All no, the I, I think this is statistic-wise. Statistics oh. I don't think this is voting-wise. I think it's... They increase the average amount of pins that they shoot okay. or they knock down during a game, I think. Okay. Which I we'll should know. I should know this because I'm in. I'm on the bowling team for manual. I want to say that's correct because I don't see how we'll just go with it, it could be any other way. Um, and then the girls' coach of the year is um, Donald James um, from PRP. So as for the boys for Region Three, um, Region Three All Region first team for boys includes Austin Nelson from PRP. Grayson Rule from PRP, Lucas Pindola from PRP, Timmy Brock from North Bullet, and Aiden Fisher from Southern. The bowler of the year for Region 3 is Trent Smallwood from DeSales, who's actually really good, by the way. Um, your Region 3 all second region team includes Zach Steele from Doss, Landon Stahl from Holy Cross, Cody Coomer from Butler, Damian Barnett from Fairdale, Braden Luttrell from North Bullet, and then Brandon Logson from PRP. Boys most improved for Region 3 is Corbin Sanders from Doss. And this year's Boys Coaches of the Year for Region 3, um, there are two of them, Chris Stahl from um, Holy Cross and Eric Smallwood I from DeSales. I think those two are voting. What do you mean? I think the Coach of the Year is voting. Because how is there a yeah, tie? It is. I mean, I think it's it, voting. It's, it happened again. I think some of these are, I think some of these are voting. No, most of them are voting. Okay. Because um, there's, there's no, a certain point. No, because I think that all teams, all regions, those are statistics. Mm, okay, I, maybe, yes Plus, no. like, a recommendation, probably. But, like, I don't... Well, either way, there is a deadline for region four and three votes for... Yeah, it was, like, two weeks ago or something. That's why I thought it was voting. Because there's, like, this meeting they vote at, I swear. No, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Like, for Bowl of the Year and then, like, 
you know, like coaches. And then I do think those are definitely voted on. But then, like, for, like, the all-region team, I think that the vote definitely comes into play for that. But you're probably right. Statistic-wise, that more so comes into play there. Okay. All right, so for Region 4 girls, the all-region um, first team includes Jordan Werner from Manual, uh, Liv Kunkel from Manual, Olena, um, excuse Malkovich? me, Excuse me for my mispronunciation of this, but I want to say Alina Maknovitz um, from Seneca, Emma Figert from Sacred Heart, and then Lucy Klein from Sacred Heart. Um, and your bowl of the year is Taylor Sands from Eastern. Fun fact, I'm pretty sure I went to elementary school with her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognize her until, like, I saw her um, at one of our regular scene matches, and I'm like, wait, she looks familiar. Katie, I feel like you know everyone. I do know a lot of people, yeah. Um... Whether I may know them or not, I remember the name. I may not remember their face. Yeah. Um, but Taylor is a really good bowler. She definitely deserves Region 3 um, or Region 4 Player of the Year. I want to say her average is like 205 oh, wow. per game. So, yeah, I, she's definitely the player to beat. I can barely get over 100. Like, I, like I'm so excited it's if I hard. get 100. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, so moving on. So the region um, for all region second team includes Riley Roberts from Manual, Riley Borders from Manual, uh, Isabel Gonzalez from Sacred Heart, Amelia Brock from Sacred Heart, and then Delaney Hennon from Ballard. Girls' most improved region four, again, is Liv Kunkel from Manual. And then the girls' coach of the year, um, also from Manual, is um, Ken Rowan. And then just to wrap up awards-wise, uh, your region three boys, um, all region first team, Ethan Ackerman from Trinity, again, a really great player. Uh, Joseph, Joseph Adams, also from Trinity. Ben Teetle from Ballard. Sasha Hunt from Manual. And then Loja Hunt from Manual. Your bowler of the year for Region 4 boys is Connor Woosley from Trinity. And then the um, Region 4 all-region second team, um, Forrest Ramsey from Eastern. Fun fact, I went to middle school with Forrest Ramsey. <laughs> um, sorry, I just had to say that real quick. Charlie Clatt from Walden. Which, shout out to Walden, because I have some friends that go there, and also, um, you know, like, because Walden is a relatively small private school, um, I think they struggle putting together their team sometimes, um, but they do have a strong and relatively big bowling team, so good for them, mm-hmm. and good for Charlie for being named for all-region second team. Um, we also have Brandon Padgett from Trinity, Hunter Bloyd from Trinity, and then um, Jake Wolf from St. X. Boys most improved this year is Peyton Holtman from St. X. And then the boys coaches of the year for Region 4, also in another tie, uh, is Wade Blanton from Eastern and then John McCarthy from Trinity. So mm-hmm. that's awards-wise. And I I could have um, gotten some stats um, from the other regions. But with um, our audience mostly being Louisville-based, I figured people wouldn't want to know bowling within the city um so that's that's that mm-hmm. just to give you that and then i'll just go ahead um and give you a l- little recap of the um season tournament wise for bowling so most tournaments are held on saturday um usually they start early in the morning um but it, it just depends just on the tournament um i think there's i want to say there's 10 total tournaments um i may be wrong but we'll get well no there is i'll get into that Right now, actually. Okay, so the first tournament of the year was the um, St. X kick- kickoff, head on, held on November 11th. Your girls' champions 
um, was PRP. Girls runner-up was Sacred Heart. Girls semifinalists were uh, Manual and North Bullet. And then your boys champions for that tournament was Trinity Green because sometimes bowling teams are so large um, that they have to split in half. Usually it'll be like a JV varsity or like yeah. the better players versus, you know, they're still relatively good players but not as good as the better players. Mm-hmm. Like that. So for Trinity, it'd usually be like green and white. St. X is usually like um, green and gold. And then Manual is usually like red and white. Yeah. So just like if you hear like, like say like Trinity green or PRP red or like Manual um, red or something like that, that's kind of what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so your boys run out for that tournament was PRP red. And then your boys semifinalists for that tournament was Owensboro and Trinity white. So again, with that, those two different things. Mm-hmm. Second tournament of the year was the North Bullet Isabel Coy Memorial Baker Tournament held oh on November God. 18th. What? Sorry, I just saw all of this and I'm like, oh. I know, it's a lot. Bowling is very serious. Okay, just what? do your champion That's I'm, and your runner-up. <laughs> Morgan, I have Stop a system. There. I'm good. I'm, I'm Okay, I'm just making sure. This is a, <laughs> I you just, guys do not see this I have page. A lot it's crazy. Of, I have a lot of information written down. Um which we don't have time for all of it, so I'm just trying to... We can pass it on to another show. Okay. Um, so this tournament, um, Isabel Coy was a North Bullet um, bowling player. Um, she unfortunately passed away due to a battle of, I believe it was leukemia. So, and she was just a really good bowler. So um, she's just an inspirational player. So it's unfortunate um, of her passing, but this is North Bullet's way um, to remember and honor her. Um during their bowling season. So your girls champion for that was, again, PRP. And then your girls runner-up was DuPont Manual White. Um, your boys champions were DuPont Manual Red, and your boys runner-up um, were North Bullet Gold. The okay. third tournament of the year was the um, J-Town Charger Black Friday Baker Shootout Tournament. That was held on November 24th, so literally the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, your girls champions were PRP again, and your runner-up were Mercy. And then your boys' champions um, were manual, with the runner-up being Apollo. And then the next tournament was um, the DuPont Manual Crimson Clash, held on December 2nd. Girls' champions were Grave County, with your runners-up being PRP. And then your girl, and then your semifinalists being Manual Red and Boyle County. Your boys' champions during that tournament were Trinity. Runners-up was um, Graves County. And then semifinalists were Central Harden and PRP. Next tournament up, I know there's a lot, and I'm I'm about halfway through now. Katie, do you want me to take over? Yeah, let me just do this last okay. one, and you go. Okay. So the 10th annual Boyle County Baker Bonanza, which is, um, I want to, it's, it's in Danville. So it's about an hour and a half. Um, wait. No, it's not. Yes. Wait. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Right? <laughs> yes, what am is. I saying? <laughs> Duh. Okay. So that was held on December 16th. Your girls' champions were, unsurprisingly, PRP. Girls' runner was Boyle County. Girls' semifinalists, Manual and Johnson Central. Boys' champion um, was Trinity. Boys' runner was PRP. And then your boys' semifinalists were Harrison County and Boyle County. All right. There you go, Ava. Okay. So next It's a week, lot. I know. It's a next lot. Next, we have the day after Christmas youth, Christmas youth doubles tournament. That's a tongue twister. I know, right? Um... And then, obviously, it was on December 26th. The girls' champion was PRP, and the boys' champion was Trinity, and the boys' runner-up was PRP. And then, on December 28th, the Kentucky High School Mixed Doubles Tournament. The boys' champion was Austin Nelson from PRP and Brandon Paget from yep. Trinity. And the boys' runner-up was 
Ethan Ackerman from Trinity and Austin Bosey from Central Hardin. And then the Joe Fowler Memorial Single Tournament was on December 31st. The winners were Caitlin Nelson from PRP and Tanner Millen. And then the runners-up were Taylor Sams from Eastern and Ethan Ackerman from Trinity. Which, by the way, I didn't think about this before, but that is a really great pairing. Um, Because Ethan Ackerman, I want to say, is Trinity's top, if not in the top three um, ranking-wise of their players. And I already talked about, briefly talked about Taylor Sams before. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if there's ever a chance where um, they are able to pair up again, which I don't think that's possible because I think both of them are seniors, which is really unfortunate because it would have been really cool to see them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is their first tournament when they did that, but um, obviously they're really good. Yeah. They were able to get runner-up. Not They mm-hmm. didn't win, but, I mean, the fact that they were able to get runner-up is you know still pretty impressive all around. Yeah. So the girls' champion of the fives intra- Intra Logistics. Logistics Charitable Foundation PRP Panther Classic. Which is really just the PRP Panther Classic. Okay. It, I know. I guess that okay. was their sponsor. It's just the PRP Classic. Okay. The girls' champion was PRP Red. The girls' runner up was Boyle County. Girls' third was Graves County. And girls' fourth was North Bullet. Boys' champion was Trinity Green. Boys' runner up was Graves County. Boys' third was PRP Red. And boys' fourth was DeSales. And then the girls' division winner was Kaylee Blaine from PRP. The girls' division runner-up was Phoenix Newkirk from PRP. The girls' third was Casey Stapp from Tate's Creek. And then girls' fourth was Lily Weber from Franklin County. The boys' winner was Connor Woosley from Trinity. Runner-up was Carly Schrader from North Harden. Um, Central Harden. Central Harden, sorry. Uh, boys third was Losha Hunt from Manuel, and boys fourth was Brandon Padgett from Trinity. And then finally, the Louisville Coaches Invitational Tournament. The girls' champions were PRP, and the girls' runner-up was Mercy. And then I'm guessing girls' semifinalists, is, they, uh, is that a tie? No. Yeah. No, semifinalists is basically, so, like, think about you have um, a bracket oh, here. Yeah, okay. Like, you know how that, and then this Got is it. the final. Okay, so the girls' semifinalists were North bullet and butler and then boys champions were trinity runner-up was prp and semifinalists were butler into sales okay so sorry that was a long list i know it may kind of be boring but i figured each and every one of these teams as as well as each and every one of these players deserves the recognition and shout outs um that they are able to get um on the show but um all in all and the takeaway that you should get from this is that prp it's all about PRP. The girls' team is just unbelievably good. I mean, it's an obvious. It's a rarity that then they conclude a tournament as runner-ups. Usually, champions, which is really good for them. It obviously proves a lot about their team, you know, um, and their fundamentals, and their goals, and their hopes, um, and basically proving that they can win anything and everything. Um, so PRP is definitely the girls' team to watch, and that is for boys. Trinity, really, again, is the boys' team. Ethan Ackerman, um, you know, is a star player on that team. Um, but there is a good variety. A lot of teams from the surrounding counties come into into the city and compete in these tournaments. But, again, it's really PRP and Trinity that take over and dominate these tournaments. 
but that's bowling that was a lot of information and yes it did take 20 minutes to get through that information no it didn't yes it, did. it took 15 <laughs> okay it's time for our it's time for our next break wow before we get into <laughs> okay, our basketball i understand but we'll come back we're going to talk about the lit tournament get more into that controversy and then talk about what might be coming up for our next show we'll see ya listening to the high school hour now here's morgan ava and katie hey guys so we're back um that was so enthusiastic (laughs) (laughs) i don't i'm tired right now so that's fair um going into our lit tournament we're gonna go into manuel butler first so going into this tournament manuel is ranked number one seed after being 12 and one yeah and (laughs) um so with three minutes and 20 seconds left they were at a lead 47 to 41. Mm-hmm. But they did not score again until the final second of the game. Yeah, you can't do that. You cannot score oh, for not. You can't do that. And like, whatever. Butler, so, Butler scored 14 straight points. Yeah, they went on a 14 and 2 and 0 run on manual. They tied the score with 2 minutes and 9 seconds left. And um, even. What? I'm not kidding. And Manuel was playing a 3-2 zone, apparently, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So they had to change their game. And so basically Manuel in my I didn't they don't Jason Franks didn't have like the details of like what they were going down like the court and doing. But what I think, based on what, how I've seen them play, they were going down there every time and trying to shoot the big bucket. No, exactly. It's they were trying to shoot the big bucket. And the big bucket did not happen, and they did not get the rebound. No, in the exactly in the Career Journal article written by Franks, um, he writes the Crimson's made two of nineteen three pointers. Yeah, three points. What are you doing? And finished well off their scoring average of seventy six point two points per game. Um, the Manuel's head coach, Mikael Coleman, later said, "I think we took the shots we wanted, the shots we take every game. I'm not mad at the shots we took. I but just they did wish not they had. In. I just wish exactly. I just wish they would have gone in and." They so did not go in. this is what. So this <clears throat> is where three pointers, as great as they are, they do not win you as a game. much momentum as they can bring you. So Butler got a fourteen zero run because Manuel did not want to, you know, have some work because yeah. in three minutes and twenty seconds they scored fourteen points. So they were sh- they were scoring every time they went down there. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it was really the fourth quarter that came down to it because. In the first quarter, Butler had 13, Manuel had 14. In the second quarter, Butler scored 10, Manuel scored 9. And then in the third quarter, Butler scored 14, Manuel scored 14. But then in the fourth quarter, Butler scored 18, Manuel scored 12. So that what fourth I'm quarter really hurt them. Is go for the easy bucket. Sometimes the three is there. <clears throat> yeah. But it's a <laughs> very, statistically, it's a harder shot. Well, I think I think that game, and I think Manuel's a great three point shooter. I've yeah. seen it in person; they're great three point shooters. But I think this needs you need to notice when it's not a three pointer game, mm-hmm. and if you're going it, two and nineteen from the three, the score. From three point line, you need to realize need way to before the fourth quarter that we do not need to be shooting threes because they're just not going in today. Yeah, you just need to reevaluate where you want to shoot your shots because I think they, lo- they lost that game because of that. Well, they also got into a little foul trouble. 
Yeah, and then it didn't help that Manuel's coach got a technical because he got yep. mad over the foul trouble. Yep. So, overall, so I think there was better things that could have happened. Oh, definitely. Better precautions, but it's okay. So, going into semifinal number two. St. X and Trinity. Uh. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I will not. This was a great game. Whole game. Great game. Very yeah. competitive. Like it always is. Trinity St. X, always competitive. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's like we're going the whole game. They end the game in a tie. Right? This goes to overtime. And it's on a buzzer beater. I thought, you know, it was a great. I, when, I didn't even see the picture first. I didn't. Either. I was like, I was like, oh, oh wow, wow, buzzer beater. Exactly. Okay. Well, good for I you. See you. But so they fouled with, I think, five point four seconds left. Trinity's Jose Lawson ties, goes up a point with a free throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. So two timeouts. Later, because Sanex gets the ball, took two timeouts. They discussed that way, that what they were going to do. And Jeremiah Jackson goes all the way down the court, tosses up uh, kind of a, what do you call it? A floater kind of in a way? Yeah, yeah. Like a floater. It's missed. He's off balance. It's missed. And so, um, what's his name? Chief Cameron mm-hmm. um, is there for the rebound. Like, literally on the left side of the ghost, he's by himself, gets the rebound. He kind of takes a second, puts it back up, goes in. Oh, my God. Everybody's going crazy. They Refs say it's good. All of the tree players section are, in, goes down. are in awe. Everybody's in awe around And if you him. haven't seen the viral picture yet, go, oh. go look it up. It's It pr- so, pretty much captures the emotions of the end of that game. And so, comes out later, literally minutes later. There's pictures everywhere, screenshots, of the ball being in Chief Cameron's hand when the backboard light was at zero. Not even in the air. I mean, there's like, not like a no, good not three, just there's a good like five feet, three five not feet between even the on the ball his fingertips or something like that. His Fully the ball is in, in his, his hand. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron after the game said he was at the right place at the right time. Hmm. Well got it. He had 14 points in this game. He said, we ran the wrong play. But winning is all that matters. But in this case... And I will say, you know, they go on to beat Butler in a final. Because, honestly, there is some difference there with competitiveness. Just a bit. But what I think is, they cannot live this down. No. Because there is... Hundreds and there's, hundreds there's so of much. videos, pictures, yeah. everywhere of this. It's all over you social media. You can't deny it. And I think that's going to come bite them in the butt. Because also, this has been this has happened before. This has happened a lot. Like, mm-hmm. even in, what was it, football? Yeah. We were having controversies over this, too. And it comes to question, how does this keep happening with this team? Yeah. Wait, No. Yeah, it's always, I swear, it's always, Sanex is always involved with the controversy. Well, don't assume it was, anything. It, it was with Manuel, too. The okay. football one was with us. And I'm not going to say anything about that. We t- we've discussed that one. It's just been noted. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, Sanex now improves their record to 15-2. They've won the LIT. You know, 
they're looking pretty strong. They're, they're up there in the media poll, but then again, like mm-hmm. everybody's gonna look at that game and be like, mm. right. "I feel like," and I feel like you know that may hurt Stanex because you know people probably they're have, gonna talk their trash yeah, on the court. People probably have and will continue to view Stanex, you know, maybe a little differently because of that call and that yeah. win that yeah. they got, which really wasn't a win if we're being honest. Because the picture, I mean, and it's, it's you know, clear. you can't right do anything there. about it now. Yeah, you can't. But no. you know, it's okay. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always you. We haven't gone to state yet. There, yeah. And if this happens in state, let me tell you, I'm oh. going. there's gonna be up some uproar about that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, I don't want to go. I want to go. But um, yeah. So I mean, you can go look it up. It's all over Twitter. If you just look up Saint X yeah. or something, literally take it for what you want to take it as. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we're just telling you our what side, we saw, what we think, the facts, the evidence, and what it happened, the evidence. Oh yeah. So, see, I don't know much about basketball, but when I saw that, I was like, no way that they counted that. See, what the thing was, it obviously went off. But the reaction, like, the buzzer went off, but the reaction was so late, it almost felt really weird in the yeah. video. Because it was like, the buzzer went off, like, a two, th- three seconds ago. Why is everybody celebrating right now? But it made sense of why that was delayed, in a sense, because it didn't go in until after. But I couldn't even tell if the rest counted or not. Or they, if they had the time to even think about it. You can't, there needs to be instant replay in, basket, in high oh, school. yeah. I will see, like, that needs to happen. Yeah. I think we're lucky enough that jason franks and all the other news people were filming and taking pictures of the game thank god because like would we have known no what, you would just hear the happened? rumor you just hear the people who complained because they lost exactly people would be like no you're just a sore loser <laughs> yeah no it happened this time like yeah and not to like and not to judge any of like the sanex guys no like, yeah it is totally not, not their fault it no. happened Mm-mm. it was a mis. i don't it was probably a mis- i don't know but it, it happens probably every game in some way. There's a missed call, m- miss something. Oh, every every game, every so every game, even yeah. The it's just level. another one of those things. And then it's like you said, it's not on the players. And like no. we appreciate the refs, but sometimes it's like you really do need instant you just, I think replay. There's, there's some glasses. Needs, there yeah. needs to be a thing where it's like this is going to happen every time and sometimes you have to expect it and yeah it sucks and you can't avoid like it this. happening it sucks in like games like this where it, like matters yeah yeah where but it comes down to it especially yeah. because of especially, how far we yeah. are in the basketball season mm-hmm. so i just wish we didn't have to see this almost every time there's a tournament or something that there's some type of controversy with how it ended and yeah. I think that you were seeing that even more. And I think that needs to be something that needs to be seen by KHASA of, hey, this is happening more and more. Why mm-hmm. is this happening? And can we change it? Yeah. 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 I think Trinity being Trinity, they're definitely, I think they definitely have maybe some sour feelings about how, that, about how, no, not even oh. about Sanex, but I mean, maybe about how it, but ended. About how it ended. Yeah. Um, but I like, think they feel like maybe a little hurt, a little devastated, maybe a little betrayed. I don't know. But Trinity being Trinity and Trinity being the team that they are right now, I think they are fully capable of coming back and temporarily like forgetting this moment, what happened during the semifinals of the LIT in their minds. And, you know, redeeming, not even redeeming themselves, just coming back, not even thinking about it, not even making excuses for it um, in the remaining games of the season. 
Okay, so that's basically all we have for this show. I know um, it, some of it was kind of boring. Yes. Sorry. You got to hear a little bit of our banter and our commentary <laughs> as well. At least we're fun. But something to look forward to in the next two weeks. One of these shows, I will update on Instagram at the High School Hour. We are going to have Mr. Isaac Sowells Jr. for a male high school. The top five center Ooh. in the country. <laughs> so exciting. In the class of 2025 on. And we're going to interview him. And I, he is such a cool guy. I work out with him. I had I worked out with him on Tuesday or Monday. He's such a cool guy. He's so down to earth. He has YouTube. He vlogs. He loves his brothers. He's a great guy. And I'm just interested to see, like, what the experience of being, like, someone who is somewhat, like, at his level in a way and having all of this social media, like, stuff behind him. Because he also has TikToks that just blow up and blow up. Mm-hmm. And also, he's getting features on SportsCenter and Overtime. I just want to see what it's like to have all of that and how many emails he gets a day. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. serious. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be, it'll be a very cool, interesting interview with him. Um, so that's about it. Um, thank you guys for listening. This, again, was sponsored by The Cutter Group. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your, like, wintry week. <laughs> and... Um, yeah. Stay, Stay tuned warm. on Instagram for some information about yes. that and Twitter. I will find somewhere to post it. I'll post it on my main if I have to. Instagram at high school hour. So yes. thank you so much for listening. We'll see thank you guys you. next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.